This podcast is sponsored by BT, because BT means business. BT knows that businesses come in many shapes, sizes and guises, from the person just starting out at their kitchen table to the biggest employer, which is why no matter what line of work you're in, they've got your back to help you succeed and do what you do best. Whatever your business, BT's got your back. Search BT's got your back. This is the Times Evening Briefing on Thursday the 13th of April. The US President Joe Biden has been giving an historic address to the Irish Parliament. He set out a shared vision for the future of US-Irish relations as he continues his visit to the island of Ireland. Earlier on his visit to Dublin, Mr Biden reiterated his hopes for the return of politicians to Stormont. The Irish Premier, Leo Varadkar, gave this update to reporters. He told me in his visit up north and his interaction with the party leaders there, uh, obviously uh, is keen to be supportive in any way that he can, um, supportive of the British and Irish governments uh, in trying to get the institutions back up and running again, um, but doesn't want to um, be overbearing or interfering either, so very much um, a supportive approach. Meanwhile, the US president says investigators are closing in on the source of a leak of highly classified intelligence documents. Joe Biden's told reporters today, I'm not concerned about the leak, I'm concerned that it happened, but there is nothing contemporaneous that I'm aware of. According to the Washington Post, the suspect is said to be a gun enthusiast who worked on a military base. The documents appear to contain sensitive information about the Ukraine war. The White House press secretary is Karine Jean-Pierre. Look, we we are we are reviewing the national security implications uh, of the disclosure, and uh, and I can add that uh, you know to mitigate the impact the release of these documents have on our U.S. Uh, U.S. national security and also uh, on our allies and partners as well. And so this is something that we are taking very seriously. There is an ongoing investigation. DOD has taken steps uh, to restrict uh, access to these uh, documents. The Ministry of Defense says the widely reported leak of alleged classified U.S. information has demonstrated a serious level of inaccuracy. Readers should be cautious about taking at face value allegations that have the potential to spread disinformation. But Alicia Kearns, the chair of the Foreign Affairs Select Committee, has told Times Radio of her concerns. I don't think this fundamentally changes our position, our effort or our commitment to Ukraine. But of course, if these are proven to be a serious and uh, genuine leak, then this will be worrying because what it does is it does put at risk US allied and UK assets around the world, particularly those working to save Ukrainian lives. Fashion designer Dame Mary Quant, who was widely credited with popularising the miniskirt, has died at the age of 93. The family statement says Dame Mary was one of the most internationally recognised fashion designers of the 20th century and an outstanding innovator of the swinging 60s. Among those paying tribute is Alexandra Shulman, former editor-in-chief of British Vogue, who's described her as a visionary. Hannah Rogers, the Times assistant fashion editor, says Dame Mary opened her first store in 1955 on the King's Road in Chelsea. She wants to design clothes that aren't there already. And so she kind of pioneered these clothes that were easy to move in, that had this useful spirit. And so you're looking at the Chelsea set. Twiggy was a huge partner with her. Anyone who was young and hip and just ready for something a bit sexier. Premier League clubs have agreed to withdraw gambling sponsorship from the front of their shirts by the end of the 2026 season. 
but betting ads will still be able to feature on sleeves and on advertising boards in stadiums. Clubs will also be allowed to secure new shirtfront deals before the deadline. James Grimes, the founder of The Big Step, a campaign to ban all betting ads in sport, has told us more needs to be done. We would advocate for this to be government-led and actually to tackle the many other forms of gambling advertising we see in football, including around the pitch, league sponsorship, and it it doesn't become less harmful if you just move an advert three inches to the side on a different part of the shirt either. And you can hear more on all these stories throughout the day on Times Radio. 